Welcome to the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, discussing all things audiobooks with the authors that write the stories and the narrators that perform them, including a special series with narrator Shane East. The Audiobook Lovin' Podcast is brought to you by Viviana, Enchantress of Books. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast. My guest today is narrator Wesley Siobhan. Welcome, Wesley, to the Audiobook Lovin'. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Me too. Why don't we start with telling, having you tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been narrated, and how you got started. Um, I started as a voice actor, and um, I a friend talked to me about narrating, and I was like, okay, let's, I don't know, but <laughs> let's figure it out. Um, I just started listening a lot, and um, just thought it was something I could try, and so I, I did, and it kind of worked out for me. And uh, my first book was about, it was Annie Up by Christina C. Jones. <laughs> Will always be dear to my heart. Um, that was about a year, a, a year and a half ago, about. Let's see what Audible says. Audible, last, not that it's accurate. <laughs> but. I think last March. Christina Jones, is it, a, you said Annie Up? Yeah. Yeah. So it was published uh, July 16th, nine, yeah, 2019. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm, so about a year. Yeah. A, at least a year. Yeah. You've been doing this for a year. Yeah. You got to be celebrating these anniversaries, girl. These little, you know. <laughs> you going to get me together though. So I ain't worried I, I, about yep, it. I'll get you together. <laughs> I ain't worried about it at all. <laughs> God knew. Yeah. Um, so I know. So this one, and the reason I'm bringing it up is, so you co-narrated that book with Mr. Jacoby Diem. Yes, I did. So we're going to be doing things a little bit differently in this episode because over at Jonesing for Jacoby, which is his official fan group, they love and adore you. They just like, oh, they love your performance and are always constantly raving about you. And I thought it would be fun to include them in this interview. I like that idea. Yeah. So I asked them to some questions that they had and then I was sprinkling them around throughout the entire chat that we're going to be doing. Um, but this way, they're also part of this conversation. I love that. Yeah, I well, great. it's a great community and I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for the listeners and these fan groups <laughs> wouldn't be around if it wasn't for the fans. And so anytime right that I can bring them into part of the conversation or part of the journey, I'm all for it. Yeah, I like that. And like I said, they were loving and raving about you. And there was a lot, there was a couple of questions. There was a lot of questions, but there was a lot more about, oh my gosh, she's so awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which I love when fans gush over the narrators. It's so cute. I love it. Cause I'm like, I'm a fangirl too. So it's not just me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. That's so yeah. sweet. So we're gonna I'm gonna start with and I'm gonna call out Alexandria House because I've had her on my list of you know, she's an author and I've had her on my list of to read and listen to her books. She did say to tell you that she loves what you bring to her stories and how you bring to her stories to life. Aw. Thank you, Miss House. <laughs> <laughs> I love working on her. Oh, because we did that whole um that trilogy mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> them boys oh my god yeah that was fun that was mm-hmm. that was oh man I'm just <laughs> thinking back on that because no what's so dope is like how I'm just remembering the men and how they were all like these just gargantuan like these big sexy <laughs> just remember like their bodies and like how chocolate they were and yeah I re- it was a lot of sex especially that last one anyway okay I'm yeah. reminiscing on the past <laughs> yeah but I love that too I love hearing you guys enjoy the stories that you've narrated because it yeah. also makes us go oh she really had fun I'm gonna get that one if they yeah. haven't listened to it yet but yeah she have she wanted to know if you have any formal training as an actress or anything like that in your past some yeah um I studied I did a lot of uh, acting in high school and uh, some in college. And then, you know, you go to college and you're like, ah, I think I want to do something else. And so <laughs> I, I was a PR major for like a hot second um, and then found my way back to acting, which led me to 
um, voice acting, which led me to, to audio books. So yeah, just a lot of theater as a kid and in um, high school and some college, which is always really cool because theater stretches you um, as an actor the way other mediums ask you to kind of tone it down some. Mm-hmm. So like after you've already been like, you've explored all the ways that you're, you can use your voice or use your body, being in front of the microphone, you're just, in a way you activate your imagination so much more, which informs the voice in a completely different way. But now I I, I know because I was on stage, I know how to use my voice in different ways. And But I, I do feel like too, like one of the greatest gifts of being a narrator is that you get to, you get such vivid detail from the text that, you know, you kind of put yourself right there in the space, in the moment. And you just, you get to, it's kind of, um, you, you have a co-narrator, but you're also in partnership with the, with the author because they've done, they've already created so much texture. Um, and you kind of just get on the, get on the journey with them. You know, if you can, one thing I learned about narrating audiobooks is like, I don't have to do a whole lot because it's already there on the page. You just kind of lift what's already there. You know, that might've been a long answer, my apologies. No, you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a home studio or do you go to studios to do your audiobooks? Well, listen, COVID happened. So we all have home studios. (laughs) Uh, But before that, I, I would go to a studio to record um, and then things, you know, everything happened and like immediately, I still work with voiceover agents and they were like, hey, we can do everything for you, but record you here. Um, And that day I ordered everything that I needed and within two weeks figured out how to record myself at home and it was daunting, but, but it, it was, um, I'm so glad I did it because, um, I've, I've been able to still work, you know? Yeah. And it probably also allowed a little bit more freedom for your own scheduling because it's totally up to you versus when the studio is available. Girlfriend, I'm never going back. Okay. <laughs> because, you know, everybody's like, girl, you don't need a home studio. You could just, if they're going to send you somewhere, you just go. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all are right. But then, um, once I had it here and it definitely took some adjusting to get used to, figuring it all out and then um also (laughs) I immediately became like uh I have a dog so I immediately (laughs) became a stay-at-home work-from-home dog mom but so I had to learn like how how does that now fit into my life or how do I now um structure my life so that this works for me and and I'm at a place now where I really like it I I will forever record at home I'm I'm glad that I had the opportunity to to figure this this out, you know. I think it's a, the whole working from home thing. I, I know it's daunting sometimes for some and also it can be very lonely because you're in a box mm-hmm. by yourself talking to yeah, yourself as different characters. <laughs> um, psychologists, <laughs> what dream? <laughs> and you do this for a living. But I, I, I'm sure that it does allow for yes. more flexibility to be able to schedule yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to do it today in the morning because you're tired, you, you know you can mm-hmm. do it later and that's okay. So it, it's kind of, it's good that you guys are getting your home studios done. So when you do get cast for a book, how do you prep it for a new, you know, how do you go about prepping the, the, the book? That you're going to be narrating? I mean, like the, the basic stuff is just read it. Anything I don't know or I need a pronunciation for, I look it up. Um, oftentimes, you know, like there, there might be mention of certain cards. I'm like, first of all, I don't know what that is or how to pronounce it. Um, so I'll look, I'll, um, look that up. But it's also good to have the images mm-hmm. of like different locations that we get to go to, cars, clothes, um, Sometimes, like, what I find really helpful is to make a um, kind of like a vision board, but like a, um, not a collage, but what I'm trying to say. I'll find images of what I think these people look like, mm-hmm. um, especially when I've run into scenes where there are a lot of people talking and I need to have like a quick mental reference uh, or visual of who this person is to me. Um, and so I find that really helpful to do during prep. And it just helps you stay consistent. Um, 
Oh no, like there are times when you're like, wait a minute, that's not that person. That's the other person. So you got to go back and like fix the voice. But um, yeah. Um, and then all of my authors have been so generous. Like if I have questions about things, they're always available, so quick to respond, which is awesome and very appreciated. Yes, do I do? Uh, so sometimes, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> it's helpful to like chat with your co-narrator to get a sense of um, voices that they might be using for different characters. Um, that's always helpful. A lot of times though, I don't know, I think, I think that intuition is so real. Like there's times when I've been reading a character and I'm automatic, like I'll hear or read the first couple lines and I'm like, oh, know who she is or know who he is. And I'll make a note for myself, like who I'm referencing. And then the more I read, I'm like, mm-hmm, I was right. You know, <laughs> that was that. <laughs> that, was that. And then sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I got to go back. It's like, oh, let me switch that to so-and-so. But Well, I know that one of the questions um, that was asked in the group was about dual narration. And mm-hmm. if you do talk to your, you know, your co-narrator um, to kind of figure out the visions and the tones, and you briefly mentioned that, does it help, though, to have those conversations more so than not when it comes down to more specific, like, how much of an accent or are they, you know, how gravelly are you going to make this inform me mm-hmm. to do? Is that something that you guys try to, that you try to connect with as much as possible with your co-narrators? Yeah. I mean, I do find that a lot is already in the text. So like, you know, if someone has an accent, oftentimes they'll say it's, it's thick or, you know, a slight, um, the the narrator narrator the author uh gives you a lot of information mm-hmm. um but yeah it is definitely helpful to um to even hear uh like we might pre-record sometimes to say okay i'm going in this direction with um the character um like let's say somebody has like a heavy like Australian accent or something. And it's like, well, how heavy is heavy for you? Because Australian <laughs> might not be my, so I'm gonna need you to lighten that up a little bit for me, you know, that kind of thing. Um but yeah, it is always helpful to to like to talk about as much as you can. Um so yeah, I'll be oh god, I remember one time like I think I missed something. I forget what it was. It was somebody's uh pronunciation, somebody's name, and I'm texting, you know, like my code rate, like uh to respond immediately because I need to know so like how you're pronouncing this um but I don't know it's cool everybody's they kind of get it and understand and you try to get ahead of as much of, as much as you can you know I know you were saying that uh, a lot of the information of how the characters are are part of the text but at the same time how do you go about selecting how these characters is going to sound because you want to give everybody their distinct voices and stuff like that. So how, how's your process for that? Hmm. I think, um, well, main character, I try to keep as close to me as possible. Um, and then all the like supporting characters, whatever vibe they are. Um, I just try to kind of be, I'll either use like a reference of someone that I know or a character from a show or something like, or like my favorite actress, you know, whatever. Um, um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I just, I try to get a sense of, of what they need and just, and go to that place. But, but it's important, right. To like, make sure that they're clear, uh, a different enough from the main character so that the listener knows, okay, this is so-and-so now in the scene. Um, it's interesting though, because I think everybody has a different way of doing that. Like I've heard some narrators don't necessarily do a lot of different, um, I hate to say voices because I feel like this is not like, it's not like animation where you're creating voices. Mm -hmm. Um, Distinction tones, dis- yeah. Yeah, like, um, yeah, just shifting the tone. But because, like, when I listen to audiobooks, even if the narrator hasn't said this is uh, character B now talking to character A, you can always feel the difference. You can mm-hmm. feel the shift. Um, and I think, again, a lot of that just has to do with the writing um, and just, I guess, just the mode of storytelling. Um, Sometimes there are some narrators out there that 
when I first started listening to audiobooks, I had to figure this out where there's some narrators out there that literally just read you the story versus mm. perform the story. Mm. And and that's okay. And so I just have mm -hmm. to, when I'm picking up a book that that narrator is going to tell me the story, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mentally prepare myself to just listen to the story. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, I think there's sometimes there's things missing and I'm like, I wish so-and-so was really recording this instead of, but I still get the story. So that's a good <laughs> thing, you know, because there's enough yeah. of distinctions and stuff like that. But you guys, and I know like you do a phenomenal job with performing the story. And so it's almost like watching a movie that kind of just mm. like goes in front of you. Like you kind of get into this haze and you're seeing the characters because you're describing them, whether it's as a character and stuff like that. And also your voice, we can envision what these characters mm -hmm. look like. And so it becomes almost like a movie because you're performing it. Yeah, you're right. I do perform. <laughs> <laughs> never thought about it like that but i'll be in here like you know mm -hmm. just whatever just whatever the because i think too um i didn't mention this but i should that i i um found other narrators when i was first getting started and um got coaching and that was one of the things that was said to me you know like maybe this guy you know when he talks he raises his eyebrow because it's like you know he's questioning things that people are saying to him you know, or like the girl that's just like, or you know what I just, <laughs> sometimes like a character will be smoking a cigarette. So like, I gotta, I gotta give her a cigarette because she's like, what are you talking like, huh? Whatever. So, so yeah, I am performing. I'm having a little show here. Mm -hmm. um, there's well, a yeah. lot of mannerisms and gestures. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you're probably thinking, I, mean, I gotta do this quietly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gesturing. <laughs> That too, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Or you think it. Sometimes I have to think the gesture mm. um, and not do it because you're absolutely right. The microphone picks it all up. Yeah, because and yeah, and I know that's something too. It's great that you mentioned the coaching. Um, one of the questions also was about, you know, what you suggest or you know, um, for new narrators you know, any advice and stuff. And I know that coaching and getting that when you first start is definitely something that I know I always say that as a listener, it's great to get that, you know, the narrators that have been coached and by other peers or instructors mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Would you say the same thing as far as that it was a great idea for you to do the coach, get the coaching and that you would suggest that? I would. I think it was a great idea for me because um, I feel like a lot of, Mm, a lot of um, trouble spots, shall we say, or like um, uh, bad habits that you could get into. Mm -hmm. A lot of things were just pointed out to me from the beginning of like, okay, be mindful of that. Or when you're doing this, do that. When you get to the end of a sentence or when you get to a new paragraph, think about this. So for a while, you know, when you first learn something and then you go to do it, you've got your teacher in your head your, or your coach in your head still talking to you and so that was really helpful to me because i feel like i there were a lot of um bad habits that i, I didn't pick up because they were already kind of shown to me from the beginning like okay be mindful of that um and i think it's good to stay with a coach periodically because you might not have that one thing that you do but maybe you develop something else um, and the coach will then just help you help you to keep getting better. Um, and and then just you get to because even if you're great, right, like even if you do everything well, there's still room for improvement. Well, so there's always I mean, I think there's always room for improvement. And I think that right. your voice is a tool. And like with any tool, mm -hmm. you have to keep it sharpened. You know, and there's always a different way of sharpening it. And so whether mm -hmm. it's a posture or breathing technique or accents. You know, you yeah, may want yes. to learn a new accent and, yes. you know, or you want to dull down your accent. Cause I know there, I have a, a narrative that's new and it's Canadian and sometimes mm. it comes out and he's like, damn it. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, it's okay. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's important and it's good. It's growth. It's development. It's always good. I'm a learner. So I'm constantly yeah. liking to learn. So yeah, coaching is a good idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of the accents though. We are a sucker for accents. 
Yay. We are. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> do you have a favorite accent to perform? No. <laughs> I don't. Um, now, not necessarily that you have done in books either, because sometimes, it, you know, you just haven't been cast yet as, you know, the Irish princess or something like that, right? But you may love to do the mm. Irish accent. So is there an accent in general that you like to do? Well, no, and don't ask me to do it. But um, <laughs> I had to learn a Scottish accent for something. And I had a lot of fun with that. That was fun. But um, the accent thing kind of go along goes along with the coaching thing for me too, because I think it's really important to be practicing something before you actually need it. Um, because sometimes when you need it, you need it right away. Yes. And so I, I, that's something I would love to start adding to my, my, my practice is just, just working on accents, you know, um, when, when I don't need them. Um, but I don't have, you know what? I don't know. There's so many things that I like, like I enjoy, I like the French. I like the Scottish. <laughs> I, I want to get into that Australian cause that is hard. Um, and then just just the different um, American accents, you know, um, I could explore those some more, just to even bring my characters some more, even more specificity with their sound um, would be cool to do. Yeah. I think, again, it's another, you know, tool in your toolbox that, totally. we, that you bring to the table and, and they can be fun. I know yeah, I was just thinking that. It just can be fun. I mean, I'm not a narrator and I will bust out the Irish or the British accent when I feel like it, <laughs> depending on what I'm saying. Stop being a wanka, you know, because yeah, they're yeah, being a yeah. dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, and again, we're suckers for it. So it calls it, you know, when it calls for it. Um, but yeah, they can be fun. So it's cool that, mm -hmm. um, that you want to learn more of the dialects and the different um, accents and stuff. And even in the yeah. States, we do have it. And that's the other thing too. Listeners are picky. Uh -huh. If you bust out with the characters from Georgia and you come out with a Texan accent. Ooh, child. That is a no. You know, what? it's the same thing, but for the pronunciations, you know, uh, you know, Louisville, Louisville. Mm. Um, <laughs> They know when you're a visitor. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Same thing with like Atlanta. <laughs> I think it's yeah. another one I've been told. So yeah, those accents are important. And because yes. again, the listener is from there. You mm -hmm. know, that could be a hometown for them for all we know. And you want to also pay homage and truth and stay true to it. You know? Yeah, that's true. I get it. Yeah, I totally cool. get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to talk to you off off air later saying so which accent are you gonna be working on now <laughs> keep, keep us toasted you know mm -hmm. to, you know practice with your audience your, your fans and stuff and do a little welcome yeah. messages in the, in the in the accents that'd be cool yeah it'd be nice um romance is an umbrella term when it comes down to the genre so it's a it's, I always say that's an umbrella term because it's this huge thing that there's underneath yeah. it. There's so many subgenres. Um, is there a genre in romance that you have yet to narrate that you would like to narrate in? Oh, good question. <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> you know, I have met a lot of funny characters in the romance novels that I've done. I have even taken some liberties and made some things funny, you know, like, or just <laughs> brought a certain vibe to, um, well, no, maybe I didn't take liberties, but I'm, I might've pushed the envelope as far as I could with certain characters. Mm -hmm. But I would love to do a straight up, um, like, like rom-com, you know, just like, it's just straight up funny romance. Um, and I haven't, I haven't done that. Um, I also like. I don't. I don't know what. Okay, like one exquisite touch, right? Mm -hmm. The um, 
the work that I got to do on it was, um, I, don't, I also don't know yet that all the degrees of the erotica, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yes, yes, your different kinks. I don't know yeah. all the different kinks, but I do want to get into some kink. Like, I definitely <laughs> want to explore more of the kink. So that's yeah. a request for the okay. world to, like, I'm okay. Yeah. Um, well, you're mentioning One Exquisite Touch, which is by Lauren Blakely. And you yeah. um, have been cast in that, which I was so excited when she mentioned that you were cast in there. Your character is in between the whole book, but you get, we get you, you at one point and but the main story which is probably what you're talking about regarding the king is between a you know a woman who has a knight and a masquerade situation ball with two gentlemen and Mm -hmm. they are very passionate about making sure that she is pleasured and one of the reasons why i love this series by lauren blakely is that it empowers the women Oh, yeah. See, I'm going to go back and listen to that. Like, I'm putting that on my must-listen list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It empowers the women. It allows us to have some of these um, kinks, per se, that might be, some people might be like, oh, why does she, you know, we worked hard to be in charge. Why does she want to be in charge in the bedroom, too? I'm like, because Mm -hmm. I'm in charge all freaking day. I want to be told what to do when I go into the bedroom, for an example, right? That's just uh, real. Yes. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. And, and also the, the respect and the trust that is within that couple at that time, because mm. with anything, there has to be that trust level. And so mm-hmm. what she's done with this After Dark series is allowed the, the women to ex- explore and discover and, and that it's and not shame. Yeah. And that's important. And so, yeah, that, that exquisite, one exquisite touch is hot. It's hot, hot, hot. That's coming <laughs> soon. Um, by the time this airs, it had already been released, but it's, it's, if you have not listened to that, um, fair warning, it is hot. Some ideas might be inspired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, but that's, there's so many, like, that's where it comes down to it. There's so many different varieties of romance, anything from the rom-com, like you were saying to the PNR and the shifters and the vampires to the different Mm -hmm. levels of erotica and erotic romance. Cause there's a difference. And mm, the BDSM yeah. and all that stuff. There's just so much that it's fantastic, though, because one day you're the billionaire, the next day you're the assistant, the next one you're totally. the dom. You know, totally. it, it's really exciting. It's also kind of yeah. cool that you want to go and explore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, what you said about the just the the control and the power and, and the, um, the letting go of that, because it also is like, it's power flipped, flipped around, you know, or control flipped around just that, that sense of freedom and exhilaration that, um, you know, I get to vicariously experience through a character is, um, in, in, in its own way, extremely empowering, you know? Have you ever, in your, you know, narrative, not to get too personal or anything, but have there been Go moments ahead, where, <laughs> where you're, because um, I say this uh, often on my hair, that I will highlight something and go, hmm, I may like to try that. Have you ever had that moment when you're narrating and you're going, hmm, that sounds interesting? Yes. I've had moments where I'm like, how is this happening? And I have to read something really slow and by myself, you know, this is my prep. I have to kind of put myself in the position and imagine the guy and like figure out, okay, how did this thing go? Okay. Or there's been times too, where I'll be reading something and I'm like, yo, this sex is so bomb that I've got to call a friend and just, you know, I I just need to share this little passage with you. (laughs) And if you're not doing anything, check out this audio book, sis, because... (laughs) It's just great um, um, resources, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. great resources. Yeah. Well, again, I love that you, you you say that you share with your friends because we do it as listeners too. We, we are yeah. like, oh my God, girl, have you heard this one yet? And they're like, no, not yet. It's on my list, next list. I'm like, no, 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 bump it up, yeah. you know, or if they're yeah. around or they're like online, then you will put your, your, your device on like speaker and you're like, listen to this. Um, <laughs> and you're going, Oh my I God. Yeah. So that's also how we discover some of the new narrators because I've never heard this person, but they're listening to it and they're like, Oh my God, you have mm. to listen to this passage. Similar along the lines, 
are you at a point now where you no longer blush? Were you a blusher when it comes down to these hot and sem- you know, sexy, steamy scenes? Yes. Initially. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> like the first one I said, oh, okay. The fanny up. I was just like, oh boy. Oh, wow. And then I got to, it was either Stephanie Nicole Norris or Alexandria House. And I was just like, okay. Here we go. And so now it's just kind of like, I'm not as, uh, I don't blush as much, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it's more like, oh, okay, you, you, just, you just go along for the ride. And um, I don't know, now it's, it's just, it's more fun. And I guess too, I get where the character is at that point, right? So there's less of, the narrator feeling like okay let me get out of the way and and do the do the performance and and like now just it's about okay where is she in this moment in the story and um how is this moment affecting her because right you play the balance between the narration and the um and and the main character and like so sometimes as a narrator it's like you're kind of like the best friend <laughs> you know like depending <laughs> on like the perspective that the narrator is coming from you're kind of like this extra person in the room just kind of you know a voyeur just watching the sex acts or you're you're the main character and just like feeling it and experiencing it with her which is um that's just always uh I want to say um like the sex is a journey so it it just and and it's you just get to go you just get to ride that wave too you know and then sometimes <laughs> so i've definitely had moments where i'm like oh we have the climax already okay wait a minute wait where did the time go, go? <laughs> yeah. and i'm like wait i gotta go back i gotta do that over because i had to you know build that thing up to get it to where it's supposed to be you know um so but like always in the best way always because it's like oh this is an enjoyable experience that you don't want to end but you got to turn the page to get to the rest of the story so 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 i've definitely had moments where i'm like okay i gotta i gotta take that back and 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 take take the journey again to get where i need to get to for you know the listeners um understanding of what's happening so it sounds like you also like to have fun when you know because you, you're also getting into the story and there might be some mistakes but also oh, yeah. fun outtakes when you sometimes get stuck on a word do you keep and re- or record your outtakes and then maybe have like a booper reel oh that's a good idea <laughs> oh i like that i don't but you know what i wanted to do i wanted to um listen I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it. So my joke is I will rewrite somebody's story because my engineer is always like, um, <laughs> it doesn't say that. It says this. And I'm like, oh, my bad, my bad. Um, but I sometimes I'm like, I want to hear what the story sounds like if if they never stop me. I'm mm-hmm. sure it would not be good. But I'm always <laughs> like, what did I say? I said, what? But I'll be so into it that I'll just like, I don't know, I'll just switch up a word. And, and sometimes it is the wrongest word that it just doesn't fit. It just doesn't make any sense. But I don't know. That mouth brain eye connection is sometimes it's not working for me. But I like the idea of a blooper reel. And um, I'm, I'm going to have a conversation with someone about that because that sounds funny. <laughs> Well, um, I'll send you some links of some of the other ones that I've seen happen. Sometimes you guys get stuck on a word and it's a normal word. Or oh, sometimes yeah. the authors will put in words, because I know there's an author that likes to mess with her narrators. No, and oh it? yes, yes, she does. And it's funny. Um <laughs> so she'll she'll you should see my face. Who I, I, I can imagine. You're like, girl, <laughs> tell me later who that is so I don't get no I'm just kidding um (laughs) in the best of ways it's almost like a challenge like will they rise to the challenge um but sometimes you know it's uh, at the same time as an author you write the story not maybe keeping in mind that this is going to be an audio and then you'll have those moments where there's a lot of back-to-back b words and you're going so those are those moments where you start getting tripped up 
And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but they're hilarious, especially if you, you're oh. like a funny person. So I know that you would bust out with some funny antidote when it comes down to that, you know? So that was always, yeah. yeah. So that's where the, the fun happens in these grouper reels. It's those moments of just being human and not getting through yeah. a BBBBB word, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I can't think of any offhand, but I, I'm sure I have several at every, every time we sit down to mm-hmm. you know to just to to start and it's <laughs> it's fun <laughs> like there'll be times when okay what I do do a lot is like I, I can curse right yeah 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 so I have this habit of being like if I mess something up a couple of times I'm just like bitch you know and I have to be careful because I never want my engineer to think that I'm talking, you know what I mean? That I'm saying, but when I started recording by myself mm-hmm. and I just started saying like, it was just like, okay, but when I'm in here, like cursing at myself, I was just like, oh, okay. It's just, I don't know. It happens. It happens. And you do get frustrated with yourself, but you push through. Mm-hmm. And that moment of, oh it's clear and it just works and you're like thank god oh crap did i record that (laughs) that would be the deal is that you finally get through that sentence and it's perfect but you forgot to hit record Uh (laughs) uh-huh or or you got through the whole thing and then you said you said uh instead of the and you got to do it all over again like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, you yeah. You got the yeah. word right, but something else wrong. Like, mm, oh, yeah. I'm telling you, it's 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 not an easy gig. It's not an easy. It's not easy. <laughs> and I, and I think people sometimes think, ah, oh, I could do that. And like, I'm sure you can, but do you wanna? <laughs> That's what you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've had um, I've had a friend, you know, want to get into audio books, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> but it's not what you think <laughs> you know what I mean like it's not just you know I like to read I read uh I read stories oh, okay I like yeah, okay but yeah. it's a different um it's just a different way of, like you said I think um one the stamina yeah right like because you're reading for a long period of time the prep work um and someone said to me early on that it's not a race it's a marathon so it has to be something you really enjoy nothing that's important i think anything that you do in life as a career it makes it not only more enjoyable but even when you're having those moments of frustration and anger because of something's not working right and i think if you actually find joy in what you do yeah it's okay you can have those moments of frustration but then you're going to find the lights and you're going to have the fun moments again and that's good versus being stuck yeah. in a shitty ass job um is not good <laughs> so that's why yeah, it's important to yeah, this is why it's important. Same thing like with the authors um, that they want to have, you know, they have all this writing. It's not easy creating a story. It's not easy telling a story. You have to be a good storyteller. Yeah. Is there an author or narrator that you want to work with that you haven't yet? Oh, my goodness. All of them. There's so many um, great narrators out there. So many amazing writers that I I I want to explore every um all the different genres and um, it would be exciting to work with, um, you know, like if I get to work with the narrators that have been in this game for, I don't know, five, 10, 15 years, you get to learn so much from um, those pros, you know, like Mm -hmm. working with um, Jacoby the first time, he just taught me so much just about the industry, but then narrating, you know, um, and I just took the time to kind of listen to some of his work uh, beforehand to get a sense of what he sounded like and like what I had to, to, um, to match. So yeah, I just, I, I'm looking forward to meeting everyone and, um, working with authors that I, I haven't yet had the opportunity to work with. So yeah, the listeners have a never ending to be listened pile. Sounds like you yeah. have a never ending to be working with pile, which is great to have, you know, which is great. Yeah. Speaking of that um, reading slash listening list, do you read for fun or do you listen to audiobooks for fun? 
I used to. Um. (laughs) I know you're busy and you've been kept really busy. Sorry for you. Not sorry for us as the listeners (laughs) that, um, so when you, so before you got so busy, you, you would listen and read books. Yeah. So the last book I listened to was, um, intercepted. Alexis Martin wrote it and January Lavoie narrated it. Man, I loved that. And you know what's, what was so great about that book is that um, it was one of those books that I saw so vividly. And I still carry certain images from um, listening to that book. I still carry them with me. Like, I'm still at the bar that she worked at. I I often take this train ride that she took when she, when she moved to... Um, once she moved to uh, New York, New Jersey, um, that was one of my favorites. What? Yeah, I think that was the last audiobook that I listened to. And it was good. It was real good. I have this dream that, like, I'll listen to. You know what I do? <laughs> you know what I have listened to? Because mm-hmm. I think it's so funny. Um, it's a book I never read. <laughs> um, Nasty Naughty. Sabrina B. Scales. Yeah. I oh, heard that one. <clears throat> <laughs> what? Huh? I heard of you that heard one. Of yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Told yes. it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, yeah, I have listened to that because I was just like, I had a day where I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to pick me up. Mm-hmm. So I went back and, and checked that one out. So do you listen to any of the books that you've, because I know that when it comes down to narrating, especially dual, you would only do your side of the narration. Mm-hmm. Do you ever go back and actually listen to the entire book once it's done? I haven't, but I, I have daydreamed about taking a road trip and listening to, um, listening to a full book, but I haven't yet. Always good to have a list of things to do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As a reader, do you have a favorite author? Uh, yeah, Alexa Martin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely loved Intercepted. I gotta get to the other ones though. I wanna um, either read or listen to um, the other books that she's that she's written. She's funny. That's good. She's really funny. Cool to add these to my list. But you know, you know, I got my girls <laughs> that I love. <laughs> I'm huge fans of all my, the authors that I've narrated for, like Sabrina B. Scales and um, Christina C. Jones, Dania Marie, and Stephanie Nicole Norris. And I also love a lot Miss House, for sure. And Jacinta Howard. I'm just, here's what I love about these women. They have created spaces where I feel so safe and loved and free and these worlds where like in my case uh, a black woman can just flourish and I am so grateful and I think that's another reason why I love to narrate because I get to escape into these places that um reflect back to me like my beauty and my love my capacity to love and be loved and uh, and have fun and be funny and be sexy and and go on adventures, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like it's just, <laughs> it's an escapism, you know, that's what we listen. Totally. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm grateful that this gets to be, that this is my job. Well, so, so here's a funny, um, hmm. you know, I, I've interviewed Jacoby and since mm-hmm. then we've become buddies and stuff like that. And, and I'm a huge fan of his. So I sent him a text a little earlier in the day and mm-hmm. I said, so, Hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to be talking to Wesley. Oh, you did. No, I you did. did. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do that for? What did he say? What did he say? <laughs> I said, yeah, hey, I'm going to be talking to Wesley. Do you have any questions that you want me to ask? You know, kind of no. Like, in there. Oh, my God. Let me take a sip. Oh, my God. <laughs> because part of it, it's one of those, like, I'm waiting because it's, a, like, a running joke with all, you know, anytime that we have a peer or, or you know, an office mate, we always want to know that we're the favorite, you know. So I thought he was going to bust <laughs> out with, like, oh, ask her, you know, how's it working with, with me or if I'm her favorite, you know, a co-narrator and I'm going, 
I was surprised. He actually asked um, which author is her favorite. And so he kind of answered the question without me even having to ask. I try not to ask that question though, because you always want to make your clients feel like they're always your favorites, but you so eloquently explained why these ladies are your favorites. So Jacoby, there you go. She, She gave you your answer. I do. I do love them all. Mm-hmm. Like even the ones that I didn't mention, like all of them have, I don't know, like romance is amazing. And I think as like, as a kid, I, we, I would read the books that my mom had around the house and I never really looked at them as like romance novels. They were just stories about black women. And um, no, I, I feel like I had an opportunity to explore that even more. Um, as an adult, you know, in my, in my career. I know that's one of the reasons why listeners love these audiobooks um, and or books mm. in general is that ability to be able to escape and be yeah. the girl next door or be the princess yeah. in the, in the castle or to be, yes, there are billionaire women out there in this genre. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know? all of that quite honestly is like an actor's dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like I get to, play all of these different um these women at these different times in their lives and navigate life with them i've learned a lot too yeah well it's it's amazing like uh, places or you know learning that there's a um a, a, the accents too sometimes like i did not know that i was gonna like that accent Mm, but when you mm-hmm, do it mm-hmm. yes babe mm-hmm. you know <laughs> or sometimes the books will, will mention a recipe of some sort i'm like i did not think to Girlfriend. do that you know what i mean can i tell you something sure tell me oh wait this this might bleed into my the questions you asked me to oh, oh, oh yeah because we have a game coming up yeah so right, maybe I'll hold it for alone. later yeah 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 we'll do <laughs> yes. i'll ask you later what you're going to tell me if it doesn't come up naturally okay but it, again it goes back to that whole thing where you know we discover new things um sometimes mm-hmm. there's music involved in some of the series they'll do they'll you know be the rock star and all of a sudden we did not realize that we like country music or something else yeah you know so it's it's a very it's an awesome genre to just learn a lot and just be okay and yeah. be safe to be able to explore these different sides but you eloquently yeah. said that about so thank you thank you mm-hmm. of all the characters that you've played and that you performed and voiced for these romance books. Is there one that has resonated with you the most? And if so, which one? Um, ooh, resonated with me. Oh my goodness. Well, one that I was walking around feeling like I was the baddest bitch was when um, I read um, uh, Deuces Wild, mm-hmm. um, Ace, because she is a, a an assassin. <laughs> And I was running around telling everybody I just played an assassin. So back up, you know. Um, you learned some facts. <laughs> well, damn. I, I just felt like a badass, you know. I was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Y'all can't handle me. Um, <laughs> what hell? Yeah, that was that was that was fun. Um, but yeah, I think one thing I really do like about. Um, the characters that Christina C. Jones creates is um, oftentimes there are women that I'm like, oh, of course she exists in the world. I I don't know Black women that are, um, or women, I don't really know any women. Of course they're out there, but like poker players and um, uh, one um, book that I got to work on, the culmination of everything was um, the woman opens up a winery and you know it's just cool to like get to explore all these different industries with these women and meet all these people that just have influence in the world in a way that I just I didn't really consider before I never considered the life of an assassin (laughs) to be able to do that oh my god it was just great it was cool so I don't know they all a, a lot of them a lot of her her characters stick with me. And then um, Jacinta Howard's uh, series, I think all of those women, these were like college age, younger women who had four different expressions of coming into like, coming into understanding love and how they wanted to be loved, how they were loved in, in 
what adjustments they needed to make to find a, a, um, a better love. Well, one, that series always sticks with me because you didn't ask me this, but I'll say it. The guy mm-hmm. that sticks with me the most is Bam. <laughs> From that last little uh, book in that series. That was, that was Bam and it was Jersey, Willow, Kennedy, Lord have mercy. See, I did the thing. I put myself inside of the female character because Bam was coming to save me. But like Bam was the guy that um, I I think I felt the most connected to. And when I think about, okay, the kind of man I want to show up in my life, mm-hmm. like, oof, because he just, he was just strong. And what book was this again? The book was Loving Cassie. Mm-hmm. And um, there was just a sweet, just a sweet um okay once we got to the love it was sweet but they definitely had a a journey getting there and I think um that particular character of the series was the one I related to the most yeah so bam showing up the way he did I'm I'm crushing on bam heart <laughs> it's okay we call those book boyfriends and we have yeah. many <laughs> yeah, okay that's my book boyfriend baby yeah it's the same thing like when we come like when we fall for the narrators and you guys they're like oh who's your favorite i'm like why do we have to choose we're like in a polyamorous <laughs> relationship we love them all that is cool i'm gonna have to look that one up and listen to that um you did mention that you were really really busy lately because of all the work and again sorry for you not for us <laughs> <laughs> i'm thankful no it's good it's good when you're not working what do you do for fun hmm. okay <clears throat> so i've given up drinking wine because for some reason every time i drink wine like my nose gets all stuffy and uh i don't like that i start sneezing and it's just a problem um that's an allergy so I decide- <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm not not appreciating that so i decided i'm not gonna drink wine anymore i'm just gonna drink hard liquor which has turned me to making cocktails Mm. So, yeah, so that's my hobby now. I I um, I have dinner with a friend once a week um and and so I've I've been making cocktails. Uh this is sounds like fairly new. Sounds like fun. Um, yeah, it's just like, well, I'm not going to stop sipping. I'll just <laughs> sip different. I'll get, change the sip. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll change the sip. So I make cocktails now. Uh, mm-hmm. My most recent cocktail is a, I didn't see the title of it, but it's basically like, okay, I didn't know rum was so specific, but like there's all kinds of rum. Um, and I got kind of like a middle, great middle color because it's like the dark and then the light and the gold so um this is a mix of rum ginger beer maple syrup and apple cider um and i made i think i did a bourbon cocktail a couple weeks ago so girl i know who i'm calling when i want a cocktail (laughs) please do i'm trying to be that girl oh so i do make cocktails um what else do I do for fun? Oh, I, uh, I've been working out mm-hmm. and I have a friend who is a beast and, in the best way. Um, and I started working out with her via Zoom because of, you know, COVID situations. Um, and that has actually been a lot of fun. Once I realized I wasn't going to die and, you know, we would... <laughs> You know, and I started to like, oh, okay, I like my arms, man. This is okay. Yeah. Um, I look forward to our, our exercises, our, you know, our little workouts. Um, what else? Do I live a boring life? Wait a minute. Sure, no. I do more things that are exciting. <laughs> well, you've been so busy, and so it's been a little bit difficult for you to have all these extracurricular activities. Maybe, but no, I got it. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out here again. <laughs> No, 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 but I mean, it's, uh, the, the cocktail stuff sounds like fun. Um, yeah, and I know Jacoby yeah. likes to drink his, um, bourbon, is it? Does he drink bourbon? Don't tell me that. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, I'm, I'm so bad. I always get bourbon and whiskey mixed up. That's where I oh. need to get better. But I think he does bourbon. I think. Cause then a Connor, mm. I think is the whiskey. One of those two. I have too many boys. 
<laughs> yeah, bug boyfriends, okay? Yeah, my bug boyfriends. I'm getting them confused, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, he he has a. Uh, I think it's bourbon. For some reason, when you were talking about the cocktails, it automatically you know came to me about it'd be kind of cool if you created cocktails based on your characters. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, girlfriend, yes, <laughs> I like that. You know, it's just a strong characteristic, you know, something about her, her huskiness or the assassin. You may want to do the bourbon um, <laughs> as a base. <laughs> yes. I like it. I like everything about I see. I see why um, Jacoby hold, held on to you because I'm not letting go either. <laughs> so he's going to have to share. Mm, I'm OK with that. You got good ideas. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so we've actually reached part of the conversation where i play a game with my guests and i try to figure out so you're going to tell me so the game is two truths and a lie and so you're going to tell me three different things two of which are truth and one is a lie and i have to figure out with the listeners because they always play along with me at least i want to think that they do (laughs) (laughs) they're probably going viv you're nuts we're just waiting to answer see if you mess up (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, they, they play along with me um, to figure out which is the lie. So if you're ready. Okay, I'm okay. ready. All right. So tell me your three things. Okay. I have narrated a romance novel at home in lingerie while sipping a cocktail. I cook recipes that I discover from the books that I read, that I narrate. I... I'm studying to be an aromatherapist. Damn you, woman. All three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want to say that the, the cooking thing mm-hmm. is something I think we all do that. Again, I okay. kind of briefly mentioned it. I think that that's a truth that we all do that, you know, that you discovered and cook things based on the books, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a truth. Um, yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah, okay, I've yes. done that. Can I tell you the first thing I made? Because it was so good. Yeah, yeah. What was so it? So I did, I think it was Miss House's book. I did, she had a um sweet potato bourbon pound cake, baby. Hmm. Oh, I made that. That was, oh, it was so good. Oh, my goodness. Nice. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I do like it when the authors put some of those recipes in there. You know, mm-hmm. because it's like oh. you have memories of the book that you love and then the characters and you're like, when you're creating, you're like, maybe this is what it felt like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And then you have narrating in lingerie while drinking um, and aromatherapy. And, for, and I can see you doing both of those things because you are a very strong woman and, and, I feel that you are very good with your, like your body and your intentions and stuff like that. And at the same time, very healthy with your aromatherapy. So, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Narrators are individual and interesting creatures. Um, I've heard <laughs> stories of how things are getting narrated sometimes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've never been this stumped before. And I've been doing this for a little bit with this, this game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to go with. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> boom. Um, and the suspense music. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to go with the lingerie being true. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you know why you probably felt like it was true? This was kind of tricky because I really want to. I just haven't done it yet. But I really want to, like, yeah, you, was, you were feeling my vibe. Yes, I but, was, um, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I narrated a book with um, Emmanuel Ingram, and we were talking about it one time. Like, you know what? I think I would have just like, just because it was equivalent exchange, and like that book was so sexy. And so that's that's when the idea came up. So it's like something in my back pocket of like, future me will do that. So the aromatherapy, you're starting to do that. Yes, because um, I'm just interested in it, and um, Girl, and uh, I, was, I was like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, and um, I found the a course that I can do online, so I can do it at my leisure. Um, 
yeah, so I, I started that recently. Oh, so that's a hobby. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> comes full circle, you know. It, it comes, comes full circle. Right back around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, see, that was fun. And I hope the listeners guessed better than I did. But, but, but again, in all fairness, that's the vibe. I can, you know, it's all, but I think it's true sometimes like we want to feel sexier stuff. We'll put on lipstick, we'll put on that, you know, outfit and stuff like that just to feel that way. And uh, yeah, especially after all these months, (laughs) like I'm gonna put on lipstick. I know. (laughs) I would be afraid to drink and record. (laughs) No, because like I don't know what would happen. I already try to, you know, say things that aren't there and have to be corrected but you know i think um, it would be a matter of knowing like timing it out knowing that you're going to do it today yeah. because you still have days to record it in case it's oh. really bad yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm gonna try it and see what happens i mean worst case and- scenario you have to re-record it but you plan for it. That's so okay. Case scenario. That's case scenario. <laughs> right. Damn good idea. Uh, hey. <laughs> and you got something <laughs> off your to-do list and you're good. <laughs> right. Before we go, can you tell us what you're currently working on or what's coming next for you that you can share? I recently did a motorcycle club book, uh, Bad for Me by Shanora Williams. I've worked on another book by Dania Marie. And I think we have some other ones coming as well, but Unexpected Love. Oh, and then Kim Lorraine, uh, Tempted by the Queen, which that was super cool because um, the way that that was set up, it's all, it felt like it's almost like a, um, an audio drama because they weren't like chapters. They were sections of text that I recorded. So I'm really interested in listening to that to see how that turned out. And it's then, really good. Wow. Oh, it's so really good. <laughs> and I will say, because I am very proud of that, um, that I um, I'm helping with the marketing side of stuff, but I also prepped the script for it. And yeah. so I got to read it and I was like, reminding myself that I need to go a little quicker because um, I had to prep the script for you guys. But I was oh. so engrossed in the story and I was like, and I can hear hey. you guys. So when it came down to your character, I heard you as a character kind of thing. And I'm going, oh, my God, this is going to be so good. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I That was fun because the character that I, I, I read was almost like, um, like kind of gave me this Oracle vibe, you know. And I've never got to play a character like that before. So that was pretty dope. Um, yeah. And then... I hope I can say this because I'm telling all the tea. So, and then uh, Jacinta Howard has um, a prototype series coming out where it's kind of like a catch up of what happened to the guys that are in the band, um, the prototype and, and then the, and the girls too, that are in the band, the women. And, um, and just those stories following those four couples and where they are now. And I cannot wait to get back to that, to see where everybody is and what they're doing. So, but that, that'll be in a little while that, um, that we work on that. So. I do like it when authors catch us up in love. I mean, I know that sometimes it's a project, they they finish it and they're done, but we fall in love with the characters Yeah. and we want to know what happened next. Okay. Yeah. I know they haven't happily ever after, but how are they doing? You know? (laughs) For real. So yeah. I still think about them. Yeah, see, yeah. it comes up or you'll see something on, in the store or you'll see something on TV and you're like, hey, that reminds me about that book boyfriend I had. That's what right. he's doing. <laughs> yeah, because I daydreamed that whole prototype series. Like, I just daydreamed about them. And I remember writing her and I was just like, yo, I miss them. Mm-hmm. I miss the gang because they were, they were my buddies for a minute. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, it's it's great. You kind of when the authors can do that and they make you want to be friends with these characters, mm-hmm. you kind of want to write to them and say, "Who are they in real life?" Because I seriously want to be their friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, um, and that, but that's also a testament to how awesome the the writing is. True, you know, that they really want true. you. That you're like, oh, damn it! I wish it was real. You yeah. Know? So, and like I said, book boyfriends and book best friends. That's you know. How we do. Mm -hmm. 
Well, thank you so much, Wesley, for taking the time to chat with me today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Oh my gosh, this was an amazing experience for me. You are wonderful and I'm keeping you. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. I like being kept. Um, <laughs> You know, it was great talking. It was so much fun. And um, if you're not following Wesley on social media, I will give you all the links to make sure that you do follow her. And that way we can learn about new upcoming stuff and just get to know her better and hang out and tell her also, obviously, how awesome she is in the book that we're listening to. And then you can find all those links in the website uh, for Viviana Enchantress of Books. And until next time, happy listening. A heartfelt thank you to all of our audiobook loving podcast Patreon. Special thanks to Susie Vanderham, Michelle Sutton, Jing Kemp, Jen Franklin, Brittany Cottingham, Kimberly Reed, Leanne Schwartz, Danny Johnson, Christine Cox, Christy Reitz, Jennifer Graham, Cindy Pittman, Mendy Summer, Jenny Johnson, Jesse Stafford, Chrissy Font, Rhonda Pezzarello, Evelyn Clarisi, Michelle DaCosta, Emily Dye. Michelle Bestard, Farah Blair, Candice Plotel, Carol Liebner, Bethany Crane, and Teresa Martin. The Audiobook Lovin' Podcast has special Patreon access levels. Join today to receive early access to podcast episodes, exclusive content with our guests, and much more. Support the podcast by becoming a Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash audiobooklovin'. We thank you for your support. Thank you for joining us on the Audiobook Lovin' Podcast, hosted by Viviana Enchantress of Books. For links and more information discussed in today's episode, previous podcasts, or the Audiobook Lovin' series, please visit our website, vivianaenchantressofbooks.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a positive review wherever you listen to our podcast. Until next time, happy listening.